Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, we need to know. I'm Jamie East and this is the Good morning, everybody. It's Monday the 13th of March and it's National Jewel Day. And a big happy birthday to Jack Harlow, George McKay and Adina Porter. The BBC is in chaos and turmoil over Linekergate. The match of the day hosts suspension over his tweets comparing the government's new asylum policy to Nazi Germany caused a mini-mutiny that's showing no signs of calming. The Saturday night show went ahead with no commentary or punditry and Sunday night's match of the day too had to be reduced to just 14 minutes of programming. BBC Director General Tim Davies since apologised for the disruption, flying back to the UK on Sunday determined to resolve the issue. Do you think you should resign? Absolutely not. I think my job is to serve licence fee payers and deliver a BBC that is really focused on world-class, impartial, landmark output and I look forward to us resolving this situation. The corporation's chair, Richard Sharp, may not be feeling so confident, though, with questions as to the hypocrisy of Lineker's alleged impartiality compared to his own sizeable Tory party donation and Boris loan arranging. He's certainly an Alistair Campbell site. Over the last couple of decades there's been a concerted attack by the right wing on the BBC and the BBC I think rather than challenging that has pandered to it. The former BBC director of sport Peter Salmon called the situation a mess. It doesn't help the chairman of the BBC himself is he's slightly to one side in this process and there's a bit of an issue. It means that Tim Davey is sort of isolated in some ways he needs to come home and grip this now we need him back running the ship so it's a tricky one. It may not be as familiar as Barclays or Monzo, but the collapse of US financial institution Silicon Valley Bank could seriously impact the UK's science and tech sector. However, while the Bank of England have reassured customers there's no systemic risk to the overall financial system, Jeremy Hunt said the government is working on a plan. There is a serious risk to our technology and life sciences sectors. Uh, I want to reassure people, <coughs> I've been in discussions over the weekend until late last night with, with the Prime Minister, the Governor of the Bank of England, and uh, we are working at pace on a solution. Without government intervention, companies could start to run into problems as soon as Monday. Speaking on Sunday, former Chancellor Philip Hammond stressed the importance for fintech businesses to be able to access their funds and reassure their investors. There's a lot of small, early-stage businesses that are quite important to this economy, quite important to keeping our financial services sector at the cutting edge, who will be very, very nervous today. Chancellor Jeremy Hunt, clearly the Cabinet Minister on the Sunday news shift, hinted at big plans for the spring budget, including getting help to people struggling with childcare and energy costs. Don't touch the thermostat just yet, though, as over 4 million households are set to save an underwhelming £45 a year on energy bills from July in a bid to bring prepayment metres in line with those who pay by direct debit. The Chancellor said the discrepancy was unfair, especially as they typically affected those on lower incomes. Speaking on Sophie Ridge on Sunday, he was asked if he was running the economy as Jeremy 
Jeremy from Accounts. Jeremy, the Chancellor, will be responsible with public finances. I make absolutely no apology for that. I think families need to know that they have a responsible Chancellor and a responsible Conservative government. The budget's due on Wednesday, but he's warned it'll be a hard road to return the UK to prosperity. Labour Shadow Chancellor Rachel Reeves says if she were Chancellor, she wouldn't be making any reckless decisions. I am absolutely determined that as Chancellor, I would have an iron grip on the public finances and any announcement that I make will say where the money's going to come from. Hundreds of thousands of Israelis took to the streets over the weekend in one of the biggest protests the country's ever seen. They've been demonstrating for the last 10 weeks and are furious about Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's plans to change the judicial system, arguing the new right-wing party will turn Israel into a dictatorship. Opposition leader Yair Lapid says this was Israel's greatest crisis. It comes after Israeli troops shot dead three armed Palestinians near the West Bank city of Nablus on Saturday. The army said the gunman had fired at a military post, but Palestinian officials are yet to comment. A protester laid out the aims of the movement. The steps taken by the new government create a real, tangible and immediate danger to democracy in the country. And we will stop it without a doubt. Still to come on the Smart 7, a big week for Arsenal and everything everywhere all at once sweeps the Oscars. Right after this. Welcome back. Three. Whilst its BBC highlights show stole all of the weekend's headlines, the Premier League still managed to offer plenty of action. Man United and Southampton only managed nil-nil, and a Ben Rama penalty offered struggling Aston Villa some reprieve with a draw against West Ham. On Sunday, Arsenal restored their five-point lead at the top of the table with a 3-0 win against Fulham. This makes the Gunners the first team to win five consecutive away London derbies without conceding a single goal. Mikel Arteta was chuffed to bits. I'm really happy with the performance, obviously winning 3-0 away from home, keeping the clean sheet and with the chances and, and the goals that we have scored, I think, big compliment to the team because uh, we deserve to win, we played really well. The 95th Academy Awards took place in Hollywood last night and the stars were out in force. Jimmy Kimmel hosted for the third time and everyone was on tenterhooks to see if he kept Will Smith's wife's name out of his f***ing mouth. And he did. Kinda. If anyone in this theater commits an act of violence at any point during the show, you will be awarded the Oscar for Best Actor <laughs> and permitted to give a 19-minute long speech. <laughs> if anything unpredictable or violent happens during the ceremony, just do what you did last year. Nothing. <laughs> Sit there and do absolutely nothing. Maybe even give the assailant a hug. And the Oscar goes to everything, everywhere. And the Oscar goes to Michelle Yeoh. Everything, everywhere, all Everything, everywhere. Jamie Lee. But on the night, everything, everywhere, all at once swept the board, taking home seven statuettes, including Best Actress, Best Supporting Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Director and Best Picture. Brendan Fraser won Best Actor for his role in The Whale, All Quiet on the Western Front nabbed four, and even Top Gun bagged a shiny little guy. However, the hotly tipped banshees of Inishirin shocked everyone by failing to nab a single one. The highlight of the evening was Michelle Yeoh becoming the first Asian-American to win the Best Actress award and is only the second woman of colour to ever win. This is proof... That dreams dream big and dreams do come true. And ladies, don't let anybody tell you you are ever past your prime. <laughs> Never give up. This 
has been the Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Dori Shafrier, and along with Kate Spencer, I host Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. Join us every Wednesday with guests like author Phoebe Robinson, chef Samin Nosrat, actress Busy Phillips, and even former Secretary of State Madeleine Albright. On Mondays and Fridays, we have mini episodes where we answer listeners' questions on everyday problems like how useful a butt mask really is, how to deal with a petty friend, or how to relax after a long day. So join us Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Forever 35, where we're not experts, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.